Good morning. Well, hi there. Hi, Tim. I'm Happy sorry. Afternoon. Happy afternoon. <laughs> we're late this morning because we had technical difficulties, but we were sitting here ready and waiting with bated breath to start. My breath has never been bated. No, you've never been bated. You never had a worm in there. I ate a worm when I was three once, so I have to say I'm bated breath. Only with tequila. <laughs> The Tim worm Davis at the bottom of the tequila. That, and we don't talk about those days. <laughs> no, no. So good morning. It's podcast and coffee with Emac, and we are here today. So at- I have to warn everybody a little bit, just just for you're interrupting me. Yes, I know, but I have to warn everybody because this is Jennifer's second cup of coffee. She's a little wound up today. Are you guys like married? Are you married? Because you sound like an old married couple. <laughs> no, but we do this all. We do wow. this every other week. A little scary. Yeah. It's, 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 we make a good partnership. So uh, anyway, we um, are happy and excited to have you here, John. Thanks. This is John Garofalo. Hello. From Achievement Index. Yes. And Miss Vijani. Yes. And uh, and a couple other things. And, yeah, we'll get into that in a little yeah. while. Yeah. No, so, no we're, not, we're not going to talk about that. So we're <laughs> and wow. my, t- my co-host, curious. Tim Davis from Intercounty Mortgage. Yay. Yay. I never look at the camera. I'm going to look at the camera and say, hello, good morning. <laughs> so, and we've got Christian on the boards. We're at a shared universe podcast studio, um, our home away from home. And you know what's so funny? You get used to sitting here today, and we notice that the table's off today. So it's kind of like thrown off the groove. Yeah. That's why we're late, Christian, so is because the table's we, off. We had to pick up all the bobbleheads. We had to pick up that the That I knocked over. That you knocked over. Right, yes. yes so that's okay. That's like okay. making an entrance. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, so today is August something because we're, you Tonight know, be the it's August 9th. And so we don't have a whole lot of things going in August. What we have is big. <laughs> what? That, well, makes, that makes me feel incredibly special. No, it I is. It is. Wow. No, so wow. you didn't let me finish. Okay, so yeah. we don't have a whole lot of events, but what we have is uh, big, big, big. Okay. On, What's that, Jen? It's August 27th. Yeah, man. It's a Tuesday. Yeah, yeah man. Is called the Beach Bash. Yeah. Jeez, what is that? Okay. Well, so we have our big kahuna sponsors. We want to give a special shout out to Ocean First Bank and New Jersey Natural Gas. Yay. Woohoo. But what we really want to talk about is I'm so excited because John's here because he is the lead guitarist and singer from Asbury Park's Misfit Johnny. Yep. And what I love is their guitar player. Yeah. Oh, guitar player. Yeah. Sorry. Whatever. He's awesome. He's awesome. Um, So is his band. And uh, they're playing at our beach bash. We are. And you know what their tagline is? The music you forgot you loved. <laughs> exactly. Right. And so, like. So, I think you went down and saw them down at Ashbury Park as a test run. I, I, no, I saw them in Highlands. Proving Ground. Proving Ground, Ground. Yep. yeah. Yep. And um, so, the way I saw them is because John was dating a friend of mine. And somebody goes, oh, let's go see, let's go see John because. Um, He's married to Isabel. I go, no, he's not. He's dating Isabel. And they go, no, they got married this weekend. But, you know, what, do they go on a honeymoon? No. John just keeps playing all summer long. Yeah. So, uh, let's so. Not, let's not talk about that. What? About that I didn't do that and I just kept playing. Oh, it's summertime. you got to make your money. While the mo- well, well it's not strike. even making the money. Well, you're, that and. If, if you're in the Jersey Shore music scene and you're not playing in the summertime, you're not in the New Jersey music scene at the Shore. Exactly. Yeah. And can we say Isabel owns her own business, too? Yes, she does. But. So she's got to work too, and I got to call her. We're okay. just gonna say. Okay. Well, I used to be a blonde, so you know. Oh, did you? <laughs> she's really good. She's really good. <laughs> All right, so she's not a member of the chamber, but I'll just give her a shout out because yep. she's my friend. Woo hoo! Isabel owns Bellissimo in Atlantic Highlands. Get your coat there. Right. She's really good. Woo-hoo. Okay, so anyway, um, 
She always yells at me for putting my hair up, too. She's really bad. Me She's too. like, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, so we went to go see John, and it was so much fun. I danced like a crazy person. So we needed a band for Beach Bash. So I'm like, well, I'm going to give him a call. So actually, our mutual friend, Marie Noglos, who's yeah. on the committee. Hi, Marie. Hi, Marie. Um, called John, and John's yeah. like, well, so yeah, that sounds like fun. Yeah. And so then we talked to John. Christian. And we said, hey, John. Um, we can hear you. Okay, I'm sorry. I get excited. No, I'm talking Okay. Um, so I said, hey, John, uh, can, you know, what else do you do? Because I know you don't uh, make a ton of money, like, just being the Jersey Shore. Yeah, Because, yeah. you know, you're I'm great, but you're not. the only in New Jersey that makes a ton of money. Yeah. Other well, than me and Bruce Springsteen. Yeah, I was going to say, John, right, right. you're good, but you're not Bruce. Okay. No, or John Bon Jovi. I'm not, I'm not, you know, wrong John. No. So, uh so um, what do you do for a living? Uh, so I own my own firm uh, called Achievement Index. Yeah. And uh, that is a professional coaching, speaking, mentoring business. Yeah. Um, I actually started that business at the same time that I started to venture into creating Miss Vichani. So it was kind of at a, a point in my life where I decided that some changes were needed. Uh, it was time to get back to me. Um, I had been kind of the corporate guy for a long, long time putting companies on the map and helping mergers and acquisitions and traveling like a madman. And I had had enough. Um, I had learned that um, reciprocal loyalty is really just an expression, not something that really <laughs> exists in corporate America, uh, making lots of people money. And I decided to check out, start my own business, and at the same time get back to something that I loved, which was playing music. Um, I've been playing music and singing since I was five. My mom was a uh, recording artist for RCA Records in the 50s. Oh, cool. Yep, shout out to mom. She passed away recently. Um, oh, I'm sorry to hear Yeah, yeah. She was my motivation uh, for, for my singing always. Um, and it was at that time that I, you know, started, I had already thought about starting Achievement Index, but then I got back when I got home. I was living in California at the time. And um, I had decided to start a band or get involved in a band, and then I decided to start my own. So that's how Misfit Johnny started, and we've been going strong. It's Why been... the Misfit? Did you? Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, I just am well, curious about this. Yeah. So finding you know finding a um, kind of an original name is not easy. It's it's not easy at all. Um, there you go. I hear myself over and it's all good. Uh, so I actually had started to audition for bands and then was not happy with what was going on. So I decided to start my own. Uh, met a couple guys that we started the, the you know version 1.0 of Miss Vijani and coming up with a name was just not easy. And uh, another guy in the band's name was John. And uh, we were all four uniquely different people, which we are today, even in the current version. So Miss Vijani kind of fit. And... Uh, we actually started as a 90s alternative grunge band. That was Really? Uh, yeah, like, yeah. So imagine a bunch of middle-aged guys playing. You know, it was all that Stone Temple Pilots, Pearl oh, Jam. Geez. I mean, and look, we, one thing that has always been the case, uh, if you know anything about me, I do nothing with mediocrity. It's You're either no, all in, you are. All in right. or all out, right? I mean, so we went at that real strong, and we would play these clubs. And, you know, some of these clubs, the owner, I, I remember vividly one cl club owner came up to us and said, you know, come see me after the first set. We're like, yeah, okay. And he's like, look, you guys are great. You're one of the best bands we've had here. He says, but you got to change your music. And we're like, well, why? He goes, you guys are great. He says, but I don't need a band coming in here playing to like nine drunk dudes, you know, <laughs> that are like going, yeah, that's great music. I need you to play to, you know, a mixed crowd. And I need you to bring in the females, which will bring in the males. And then, you know, and that's by and large what 
a successful bar club band is really. It's, it really has very little to do with your musicianship. It has right. your ability to market and entertain and draw in people. And, and so we went through this kind of aha moment and said, well, what do we want to do? And it wasn't really about making money. It's never really about making money. I, I, there's so many talented musicians in this area, but it's never about making money. So, But to me, I'd rather have... When I see people in front of us dancing and having a great time, then that's... that's yeah, just being on the show, being the awesome. entertainer. It's awesome. So that's, that's great. kind of the evolution of the stuff that you see today. Um, that is, and we say we play the music you forgot you love, because we do play a bunch of songs that people like when we play them, they go, oh my God, I love that song, and I never hear it anymore. So we, we make a point of trying to do that. Yeah, and it's good. And you have two versions of your band. Like you, well, yeah. yeah. Well, so I have you, three versions, because you know, why would one not be enough? Well, and I only <laughs> know about two, because I, can't, I saw you at Proving Ground. Right. And then I saw you at when you Pony. yeah at the Stone Pony when you did your really cool version yeah. of like you had that was an awesome experience you had thank you because you got to play with like you started for two really big bands yeah 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 so, so talk that, about that uh, yeah thanks for asking so uh, part of that whole playing in the bar scene right so there's Misfit Johnny and then something we called Misfit Johnny Unplugged. Uh, which is Ooh, our yeah yeah so I that love, I love yeah so that's acoustic. an acoustic duo that is uh, myself and our bass player Doug, shout out Doug Tiedemann, uh, and he and I play an acoustic duo, uh, and we play places like the any place that you know Teak and Red Bank Proving Ground on a weeknight Tiki bars on a, during the week those kind of things it's an acoustic thing, and that's music from you know Elvis and the Beatles to Coldplay and it's just fun easy kind of stuff. So if you ever can't find me. From now on, I'm going to be a groupie. Wow. Okay. Okay. Well, <laughs> bring it on, baby. So that, I'm sure that, Ray might have something to say about that, but hmm. no, Ray really actually Ray was with me. Ray yeah, really likes his both times. Ray really yeah. likes his music. Yeah. So, so uh, what you saw at the Stone Pony is a product that we call almost U2. Um, it is a tribute band uh, that came as a kind of a the byproduct of running Misfit Johnny. We treat it. We treat it like a business. Uh, we meet as a team uh, a couple times a year to talk about what's working and what's not working and where do we want to be. And we really learn that, by and large, the club band scene, which is, you know, there's hundreds of bands, especially in, the, in this area. Yeah. Hundreds. Hundreds. And I, I'm not here to sit here and tell you that I'm better than anybody or worse than anybody. We're competitive. We, we have a nice product. But there are lots of people that have products that are great. And they're friends of ours. And we support the, the scene completely. Uh, but we also knew that, like, a lot of our friends that came to see us... We're not what we would call the best bar club band kind of people. <laughs> and what I mean by that, it, it, that's not a... We're old. Yeah, I was going there because I wear that DNA. I do. <laughs> you know? um, but, you know, like when we play a club, like we're going to play uh, the Fireman's Fair tonight in Navasink, 7 to 10, we'll pack the place. But like when we start playing later in the evening, like our friends will come on. They listen, man, we're, we're going to stay for set one, but I don't want to go home and go to bed. Yeah. I, I get it. I, I, I want to be in bed. <laughs> I, I don't want to be working. You have to take a nap anymore. this afternoon to go yeah, play tonight, right? Probably, but we, we didn't, you didn't need to say that. <laughs> but so you know, we we realized that that scene for us wasn't a, as good a fit from a bar band club band definition standpoint. Because what really defines a good club bar band is how many people come, how many people stay, and how many people drink. Mostly, it's the drink. Well, yeah, because it's the cash yeah. registers going ching 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 that right. supports paying guys like us, right? Right. So we decided that we wanted to play more venues that were festivals and or uh, parts of a lineup. Uh, and again, you know, places like the Stone Pony and those places, you know, it's very tough to get into. I, I've been pursuing them for five years and couldn't even get a, a response. So we decided to, 
to try the tribute scene, um, which is a very, very different scene altogether. Um, we chose U2 for a couple reasons. One, you know, they're iconic. Uh, they're also very difficult to play uh, from a musician singing and across the board standpoint. So we thought the product had some relevance. Um, we went into the woodshed, as it were, uh, put together a, and took it out on a festival in Asbury Park last summer. So actually, Almost U2 is not even a year old. Uh, we took it out for a spin in September, uh, and we crushed it. I mean, people loved us, and we like, you know what, there's something here. We went back into the woodshed and built a whole show, because now a tribute is really about putting on a show. It's much like seeing a Broadway play, mm -hmm. as opposed to going to a club where right. you see guys playing. It's very different. The whole right. dynamic is different. And right. I credit our lead guitar player, Scott, uh, Scott Softy out of Asbury Park. Shout out. Hey, Scott. Um, <laughs> Who's, who's great. He's our creative director. And he's uh, so, so yeah, so Almost U2 is like another product altogether. And we think that that is probably, I don't want to say the future of the band, but at least half of what we're going to do is probably going to be tied to that. And when I can play in a place like the Stone Pony, where you saw us at, mm -hmm. as part of a, an amazing, amazing day, um, it's it, it was an, actually it was a very emotional day for me, to be honest. It was awesome because, t t I mean, mention who you played with because you I mean, so you started yeah, the so evening we were, out, and yeah, we were asked shockingly. I mean, I remember I was in there early yep. and heard the people talking about how many pre-sale tickets they sold 5, for your band. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So people came in to hear your band prior to listening to the two summer stage bands yeah. outside. Yep. And they were amazed at how many they sold for your band to come in early. Well, and that's that. So the stone, you know, look, it's all about ticket sales. It's all about revenue, right? I mean, let's 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 cut away the creative bull. You know what? It's if you don't sell tickets, you don't. They, you why, don't make why it. Would they bring they you wouldn't back? bring you back. I don't right. care how good you are. Right. right? Um, so we we hustled. I mean, we 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 hustled and we promoted what was going to be and what was a great day, playing in front of Rumors, uh, which is a Fleetwood Mac tribute band, and then uh, Almost Queen which is a, they were both nationally touring big time tribute bands. So when we were asked to open for them, we were like, heck sure. yeah, man. We, you know, we, we welcome the opportunity. And uh, that was my first time playing the Stone Pony, believe it or not. And um, it you was- You looked so good up there before, in front of the horror, in well, front of the, the whole thing. Like, the lights were down, I looked at you, you looked the part too, I have to say. Like you looked that rocker part, well, it was Well, I awesome. appreciate that. That's, you know, it's, were you drinking a lot that day? No. Oh, okay. I'll just check it. Not that. Well, oh, actually, we did. Uh, say, we did, say we that did, the truth but, comes you know, out, man. Okay, it's all, we, it all we did. At but it was a, it was early. an amazing day because <laughs> when you play, even at a club, when you play in front of a couple hundred people, that's cool. But when you're playing at that kind of an event, and there were four or five hundred people strong watching us, and then you know, you two has you that, guys killed it, too. and they have songs where like at, at a couple points I was singing, and 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 you listen and you hear several hundred people singing along with you, and I. That's got to be great. I can't put that. When I say it was an emotional day, it was an emotional day. Yeah. And um, we had people come up to us afterwards and we're like, you know, they were like, oh, my God, you know, that song meant so much to me. And I, I was honestly blown away. Uh, but we were thrilled at the response and the opportunity. And we seized it. Uh, the Stone Pony, actually, we're working with them right now great. to uh, headline uh, an event sometime this fall. So we'll keep you posted. Yay! Yeah. So we're, Yay! We're, we're happy. And let, but to kind of get back on point, we are so excited to play this event for you guys. We are so excited to have you. We love the venue, first of all. We play there a lot. We play uh, Long Branch Ocean Place. We play there right on the beach. So we know the place real well. Good. Um, and we're going to bring it, man. We're going to we're gonna have a lot of fun. We are so excited to have you because we only have one, one event a year with live music at this okay. point. 
And so you are it. Well, there you go. And we are We're so honored. we well, are so excited to have you. And um, we've been gathering lots of new members and lots of we have actually quite a few future members. We hope joining. We hope, we hope yeah. uh, cool. joining us for this event cool. so far. And uh, the registrations keep coming in. So nice. we are building and building. Of who we've only just started promoting it, only because we you know we try to promote stuff that's in the here and now in the right. short term. So within about a two week window. We're going to go all in and start promoting that. Great. Yeah, we well, kind of started doing that in the last couple of days yeah. and, and really yeah. started to put Especially the promotion out. Yeah, and we've been out really, really working the um, the the sponsorship programs, and, and we've had such fantastic response from that. Although, you know, there's still some stuff open. Most of the stuff that we're really interested in getting done was sold out. So if you are interested in sponsoring, there's some stuff left. But, cool. You know, most Come of the big on. things, Let's get on, most folks. of the good things. <laughs> And the sooner you get involved in that sponsorship, the sooner you start getting your your because it does doesn't start that day. We start with our Facebook page and we start with our uh, website and and you know you heard our our big Kahuna sponsors. Do you know who's sponsoring? Today. You know who's sponsoring the band? I can't wait to find out. Provident Bank. Nice. And, you know so they who? Bring sacks full of money with them? No, they're not, no, unfortunately. No. But That's you know, case, you want to know who works for Provident Bank? Uh, if you tell me, I will. Ray Eckhoff. I've heard of that guy. Yeah. Yeah, so, you know, guy. actually, he's not responsible for that sponsorship. Okay. Somebody who works at the bank. But I think <laughs> but it's pretty wife, funny. his wife no, no, knew. No, 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 no. No, somebody actually else who works for the bank okay. said, oh, we'll take the we'll take the band cool. sponsorship. And I thought, oh, how great, because nice. Provident Bank supports the bank. Yeah, nice. I just thought it was really fun. Nice. But You might so want to throw a shout bounce. out to, to that person at Provident Bank who actually did the sponsorship. Okay. I think it was Laura... So thanks, Laura. I think it, wasn't it was you. you. Laura, you're getting credit. Laura, yeah, Laura's getting credit. <laughs> so also, did you know that on um, 107 won the boss? The radio ad started this week. Nice. So radio I put ads it on the this- whole time just to listen for them. I, it's, you know what I do too. <laughs> <laughs> Not that I don't listen to them all the time, but especially this week. Yeah. It's, so they started cool. this week. So yeah. Nice. So you can hear ads for the Beach Bash on the radio. Well, hopefully the weather's good and. Uh, not hopefully, continue- it will be. It will be because, right. but it doesn't wait, matter. We're wait, what do I say? I've been saying now for almost two years now, it doesn't rain on my events. Oh, there you go. Shh, don't Can you come that. to all our gigs then? Yeah, it does <laughs> not. So far, so far, it has not ruined it. It can't end. rain. It's so can I ask you a question? Anyway. Can I ask you a question? Yes. So what did you, uh, just because I have you here live. Hey, yeah. We're recording. Yes. So you're being held to the, whatever your answer is. Whatever. Un- unless it's a bad answer. No, I won't. What a did, lie if it's a bad answer. Thank God. We'll get along just great. Uh, what did you like about us? What, what, what was it about our music that you liked? Okay. So, um, so I grew up loving to sing. Okay. Loving to dance. So I thought I was, my whole life, a fabulous dancer. Okay. <laughs> so late, very late in my life, I found out my mother put me in dance because it was spaz and I tripped all the time. Okay. Good to know. I thought she put me in dance because I could dance. There you go. But hence, I learned how to dance. Okay. So dancing has always been, like, one of my favorite things. Then when I got old, I got fat. And I looked, like, what I looked like in the mirror dancing, I'm like, oh, God, nobody wants to see that. So for a really long time, I stopped dancing because okay. I was like, oh, my God, that is god-awful ugly. Now I turned 50 and I don't give a flying hoot nanny what anybody thinks of me when I'm dancing because I or love it. Or any other time. It's or any other time. <laughs> I turned go. 50 and pretty much I'm me and I don't really care anymore. There you go. So love me what for you me, s- baby. Exactly. It is totally authenticity when you get me. I love you it. get me. Yeah, and most people, you know, they hit 16 and then, well, or 13 and then... You know, a period of time where they're really awkward, and some people they come out of that at 25, and some of wow, us come I'm, out of uh, 50. 50 years old, and I'm still awkward. So. Yeah, yeah, there yeah, you go. You're not. 
So anyway, the music that you played was obviously music from, I've now mentioned I've been over 50. Yes, so the too. music that you played, I enjoyed immensely. Cool. And I love dancing. Um, and I'm not one of those, luckily for me, I love dancing and it doesn't matter if I'm drinking or not. So I can have water and dance just as much and act just as crazy as I can when I have cool. a rum bucket or two. Um, usually I don't get through. Or two. I don't usually, two. I don't usually get through two because Tim helps me drink them. Okay. Good to know. Or Kevin. Or Kevin. Yeah. My friends help me drink my rum okay. buckets. If, Good to because, know. Because, yeah. Um, but I do, I do enjoy some good rum in the summertime. Good deal. Um, so anyway... I loved that. So, um, you know, and again, it was exactly what you say, the music you forgot you liked. So then I don't want to give it away, but that one long song you play. Yep, yep. Okay. We call that our pop medley. Yeah. So there was a few in there that yeah. you, you weren't kidding when you described that. Oh, yeah, yeah. We yeah. did it on purpose. So, yeah. yeah. So, but That's that right. was just so fun. Yeah. Tell, tell, so we, tell us yeah, about that. People, so we try... Not only just with the music you forgot you love, but we try to do some different things because, you know, the club, you know, a song plays, the band plays a song, they stop to play another song and stop. So we do a lot of mashups of songs. We do, you know, we mash up two or three songs in one little block of music. And then the, the pop melody that you're referring to, um, you know, as a cover band, we get asks for requests every time we play. And, and as you would if you're semi-decent. And, you know, some requests are absolutely amazing. I mean, they're like, wow, we got to really consider that song. And then some of these requests are like, what? what? Like what? Katy Perry? What? I mean, have you looked at Katy Perry? <laughs> you know. Um, so what we did was, and again, I credit Scott, our creative creative director. Um, he took like fourteen songs that we get requested. Some great, some not so great, and some absolutely absurd. And he blended them into a fifteen minute mashup that we start and do not stop. We play fourteen songs in succession, about a minute or so of each. And we cover a wide range of music from Joan Jett and the Blackhearts to the theme of Rocky to a Katy Perry song to, and it's, and people, you know, it's funny and because you people don't just stop dancing for 15 minutes. I mean, there is your cool. cardio workout. And, and it's interesting because some people say to us, oh, you know, you should play the whole song. And, and we're like, that's not the point. I mean, like the point <laughs> is that, you know, we, we just try to play. And actually what's kind of fun. So if you think about. And you, you challenge your audience. Uh, always. to to ch you challenge your audience how many songs, to how many songs yeah. of these do you know and can you name? What, what's the other thing? The, the other reason why we do these mashups and this medley, and we do a couple medleys. Um, we do a kind of a Stray Cats medley as well. I'm like, I heard that walking yeah. in We were when we were coming because I yeah. missed the first set, but it was always fun too. So, no, actually, we play that Stray Cats medley after the pop medley. We play it. Oh. So, anywho. You, anywho, sure whatever. That was after But, you know, moment. what's what you. You're occupying some. You're trying to occupy somebody's mind share. And by the way, that that kind of fits into my business too. But you know, when you're playing in a club, you're background music in many cases. I mean, some yeah. people come to see you, but you're also background music. So when you play 14 or 15 songs a minute at a pop, people pay attention as That's opposed true. to playing a four minute song with a one and a half minute guitar lead solo or whatever. When you're playing a bunch of different songs, people are like, oh, 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 and, and so we tend to. So for 15 minutes, you really have their attention. Yeah, and it's really just something different. Just make that night different. remembered. Yeah, it's yeah. something yeah. different. It's so fun. We have, it's thank fun. you for thank you for so, coming. So yeah, so that's really why. And then um, when we went to the U2, yeah. um, I'm not a huge U2 fan, but Ray is a, like, he plays this game with his friends and it's conversation. It's not really a game, but he'll say, name your top five bands. And U2 is one of his top five bands. Cool. So when we said we I would like go, Ray. yeah, when we said we would go to that, I was like, okay, I'm going, we're going to YouTube because it's you, right. but, but you I love stuff. Fleetwood Mac. Yeah. 
So I have and they're to great, s- by the way. Yeah. But I have to say that I thoroughly enjoyed and we Thank were you, so you know, much. we actually got there so early because it was you. We wanted yeah. to see you before Appreciate you played. That. We were up where that little spot where the tables yeah. are. Yeah. Yeah. And we managed to there was a lot of us too that went together. You guys were awesome. We managed to commandeer that section. Yeah, you did. And they're like, let's go dance. I go, why would we get down and go into the crowd when we have this section to dance like right. crazy people up here? <laughs> and we danced. You four guys stay here and hold the tables. We're going down. No, we, we stayed up there and danced. Oh, there you go. We had, because we had all the space that nice. we wanted. Nice. And it was awesome. And we didn't make it through Queen right. because of our age and physical ailments. <laughs> it was ailments. a school night, man. We had to leave. It was a because school night. It, <laughs> we it was a Sunday night. We're like, no, it was a Sunday. It was a Sunday night. Sunday. And Sunday. we're like, I'm Friday, like, Sunday, oh my God, I can't stand anymore. Call the Uber. Because <laughs> you know, I was like, oh Good yeah. But um, it was it was awesome. So Did you I know. tell you guys the funny story that happened to us at the uh, at the Stone Pond we were getting ready for that show? No. Oh, yes, you did. Oh, my God. That's so funny. Okay, good. <laughs> you did. That was awesome. Yeah, I don't need to share it. Though. No, no, it was awesome. Though. You can share oh, with him secrets. later. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was, it was awesome. No secrets. No, no secrets. <laughs> but it was, it was awesome. Pre-show. It was awesome. So we are now halfway through the podcast, yeah, and you oh, have sorry. yet to talk about, because you've talked about my favorite subject, even though I tried to get you to I'm here for you. today. But, you can have me back, too. But you know. I want to learn more about Achievement Index okay. and about your book. Yeah, I'm excited about the book. Scott says hi. Hi, Scott. <laughs> he just popped in on our little thing. So. As he would, because he would want to make sure that I'm saying the right things. So. Oh, yeah. Are you? You're <laughs> Thanks, Scott. Thanks, he, Scott. He I hope critique, he's doing okay. He will critique my every move. Will he? As, okay. as he should. It's, as he, it's all yeah. good. Okay. One of the things that's But I hope you heard I, your, your shout outs. Probably not. Yeah. It's, it's, it's okay. okay. But, you know, one of the things that's really great, and I know you want to talk about the business. But I do. One of the things well, no, I love talking about the band. I'm all about I'm the music. I'm here to talk but, about you know. whatever you want. Okay. I mean, I, it's all good. I'm, I'm here for you guys. But one of the things that I really love about um, the four members of, of this uh, entourage. So you've mentioned Scott, Doug, and... Yeah. I haven't met, mentioned our drummer, John Spiro. Okay, so. you did say there was another John. Yeah, his name's John Spiro. Okay. He's, uh, he's actually lives in Staten Island, New York right now. Ah. He started the band with me a couple years back, and he hauls all the way down here. He does because he, you know, he's not very smart, but, <laughs> but, <laughs> well, he's, but a drummer. he's a drummer. He's like, oh, oh, okay, high five. I noticed, uh, she said that, folks, not me. We said right, it at the same, same, same time. time. Okay, yeah. Right, 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 Jinx, right. you owe me a soda. Okay. Yeah, okay. So that's fine. Well, it's not a rum That's fine. But you know, one of the things I love um, is that we uh, we all have careers. Um, well, this is not uh, our endeavor for life. It's not our livelihood. But we treat it as that. Uh, in fact, uh, those that know me know that I probably spend more time with that than I do my business, which is probably not good. But uh, uh, it's but you know you need that time. But we we all hold each other to a really high standard, um, which is really great because we hold ourselves to a really high standard. So as you saw the U two product, we were not going to take that out until it was ready, um, and we worked our asses off. Uh, to get that. And even when you come see Miss Vajani, even though it's a much more kind of a casual type of an environment, we take a tremendous amount of pride in it. It's professional. Well, thank you. Thank you. We we try. We try. Um, We all have. And, you know, one of the things that's great, Scott and I are are probably the two guys that really run the the band from a business and creative standpoint, not that the other two guys aren't involved because we treat it like a democracy. Uh, But what's nice is that Scott and I are very different. And um, what I think is okay, a lot of times he doesn't. And sometimes what he thinks is okay, I don't think is. And, you know, we find a little bit of balance there. Yeah. And it's all good, though, because we we realize that, you know, one of the things that you have to remember in live music is it's imperfect. It's it's, it's perfectly imperfect. 
Yeah. Um, we're not Steely Dan. We're not in the studio. But that's why you go to see live music. Exactly. Because, exactly. you know, if you want it to be perfect, you've got studio cuts all over the place. Exactly. And, you know, go turn your so record anyway, player on and since Scott get a good stereo. And dance in your bedroom in your underwear. Yeah. Sure, why not? I didn't yeah, okay. that's uh, la, 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 la. <laughs> no, no, thank you. Um, so yeah, as far so as uh, achievement index, yes, what, what is that? What, yeah, so. So you say coaching. What do you mean coaching? Yeah, appreciate appreciate the question. So when I uh, was living in California and decided to come home, uh, I had scaled a bunch of companies, taken a bunch of companies public, and even helped them get acquired. I've always been kind of a guy that has grown businesses for, for my employers. And uh, it was time to do something for myself in, okay. at that point in my life. Uh, so I wasn't really quite sure what, what Achievement Index would be. And the first version of that was really a professional coaching business. Okay. And what I mean by that is that I would work with organizations, big or small, um, whether it was a leadership team, a sales team, a cross-functional team, or just individual coaching and help right. uh, optimize performance. So my uh, my background is such that uh, it didn't really matter what industry I was in. I just always had a knack. And even the book, as we'll get to that, it's always been about the people, not the products and the services. And my philosophy has always been that it really doesn't matter what your product or service is. I can help you optimize your people uh, because that's right. What because you, you don't have to be the, the techno guru to... To work on the people skills. You're, the, I mean, you're in the mortgage business. I'm not right. going to teach you about the mortgage business. You know that. You're an expert right. in that. What I do is I help you and your team work better, whether it's improving pipeline, improving profit margins, and you know things of that nature. So that right. was that was kind of how Achievement Index got started. And um, again, the, the timing of joining the chamber is great because one of the things I also uh, wanted as part of growing this business was that I did not want to keep traveling. I'm a, over a million miler. Uh, travel guy. I lived in airports. I know them all. I could probably, my second book should probably be on airports. Probably. <laughs> it probably. <laughs> you know, airport um, cuisine. Where's the best country. place to sleep well, in yeah, an airport? The best What's the best? Go to the bathroom. Airport, yes, uh, you know, there you go. Where's the best bar? Uh-huh. Where should you not go? Um, so I wanted to, I, you know, the whole purpose of this was to spend more time home. And uh, that turned out not to be the case because as I started to grow the business, my own network personally was global. And so while I had a bunch of people that didn't quite get the connection of being a COO uh, in the energy business to doing this, um, there were a lot of people that said, I want to know more. And the work, a lot of the work that I wound up doing was with global teams. So I was like, well, this really isn't what I wanted to do. And if I'm so there, I just changed, I just changed the nameplate on the door. And I'm doing the same thing all over again. Yeah. Well, yeah. And I, well, I'm, I'm doing it under my, you know, the nice thing about owning your own business, right. You know, yeah. is that you can pick and choose who you want to work with. Right. I mean, so you know, when you're an employee, but now I'm the owner of my company and, you know, I've had many opportunities where I was brought, you know, opportunities to work with people. And I'm like, you know what, that guy's really an ass. I'm not working with them. You know, and right. so you—that's the plus of having a small uh, your own business, right? Even though you're young and you, you're trying to grow your business, um, so the current version really uh, came to be as and and the, and the book uh, came to be as working with a very close friend of mine who did a lot of my digital marketing and some of my branding work because that's not my area of expertise, although I did a lot of that work with it, and I still do a lot of that work with with Chiba Index, and he said to me, you know, John, I think you're missing something here. He says because. I've seen you play too, and you're an entertainer. You you're really entertain. You're a smart guy. You're and I'm like, wow, he's being very flattering. I thought I owed him money. But it's like you know, you're just naturally one of these guys that entertains people. You're you know, you're intelligent. People like to listen to you. Why don't you sh pivot your business and do kind of more short term engagements? Because when you're a coach, 
you're, you, you sign on for a two-year, three-year kind of a thing. Right. And, you, and your bandwidth is such that you can only do so much at, so, at, at a certain time. Uh, so I've pivoted to what the business is now, which is more public speaking, short-term kind of training-ish engagements. It's, I say ish because it's still fluid, right? Um, and, and the speaking thing has always been something that I've been naturally akin to as well. I did it a lot as a COO. Um, and it's funny because when I built the first model of Achievement Index, I had a line item in my business plan, you know, speaking opportunities with a, with a, with a number. And after a year and a half, my number was a big fat zero. And, oh. um, yeah, big fat zero. Okay. And I went to my own personal coach and I'm like, hey, man, I'm like, what am I doing wrong? It's like, you're not doing anything wrong. He says, when you were the COO of a publicly traded company that, you know, that made a lot of money and you're, you were a hot ticket. Now, you know, people you know, could look at your work and say, this is why I want to come listen to this guy. Right. Now you're the president of what the heck is this company achievement index? No one's ever heard of it. So he says, what you need to do is you need to get published. You have to get published because right or wrong, uh, people can introduce you and say, you know, John Garofalo, the author of blah, 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 it's an in, it's an instant validation point, um, and okay. and it was really a very interesting time for me. So I was like, you know what? Yeah. And then I'm like, I'm gonna write. And then I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna write. Yeah, I, I'm gonna write. <laughs> <laughs> and how was that process for yeah, you, John? Long, long. <laughs> it took a long time, but I am really uh, happy that uh, my book is actually at the printers now. It'll be ready. Uh, for hard, hard and soft copy uh, in September and available on Amazon. So oh, that's great. Been a long time coming. It's been a long time coming, and the experience actually of writing the book was was cathartic for me. So it was a wonderful, wonderful experience. So I wrote on our Facebook, but not everybody's reading what I wrote. Right. So say the name of the book is awesome. Yeah. So tell us the name of the book. Yeah. So just to, to precursor that, so I started uh, my professional career working with my dad um, in a family-owned business. So um, my roots uh, and in my professional DNA come from working in the confines of a family business. And throughout my life, even as in Achievement Index, I worked with a lot of family and, pro you know, uh, you know, family-owned and operated companies. So the name of the book is uh, Leave the Gun and Take the Cannolis, How to Survive Working in the Family Business. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, if the book is as good as the title, well, then, you know, boom, boom. Boom, it's you all, are going to be, great. you're retiring yeah, after if this. If it doesn't, then, you know, boom, boom, <laughs> on the opposite Take the side. gun, leave yeah, the cannolis, the and there you go. No. Take your cannolis and go home. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, it was, um, uh, admittedly, I had the title uh, before I had the book. Which, Which is good. Great. You need a starting point somewhere. And you can always change the title after you're finished yeah, the book. But at least it's yeah. a guide. But yeah. But it was an interesting good. journey, the writing the book. Because, uh, I again, I used a bunch of case studies uh, with my clients um, that I've worked with over the years. But I found the work to be, um, as I think I used the word before, cathartic, um, that I got to kind of revisit the relationship I had with my own father working with my dad. And um, I had, as most fathers and sons might have, I had this wonderfully not wonderful relationship um it was great and it was strained all you know at any given time mm -hmm. um and i think even in my dedication i say something like you know i dedicated the book to my dad and it's like you know to the invaluable lessons that took me a lifetime to understand uh, so writing this book really helped me uh, in my own evaluation of being a, a, a son uh, and I'm a father, so I have a, a, a great daughter uh, who I'm incredibly proud of. And it just was a, a, a really great journey for me. So I'm, I'm proud of the book in a lot of different levels. And, um, you know, I'm looking forward to you know coming back maybe and talking more about it another time. But, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited about it. 
I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Yeah. It's an easy yeah, read. So once again, when was that getting released? Uh, it's in print now. So uh, let's call it sometime in September. Beautiful. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, a, it's not a long book. It's not, it's not a tome. Uh, even though the book says how to survive in a family business, one of the things I learned is that you can't tell anybody how to run their family business. <laughs> you really can't. Yeah, because that's what makes it a family business. That we make, that's what makes it unique, and that's what makes it special. Family and family business are synonymous, right? right. So right. just as soon as I couldn't tell you how to parent your children uh, or how to you know, how to be a family member, I can't. You know, I, I can offer observations, um, yep. but I think that where many other books in this space, and there are dozens... Um, fail is that most people will tell you that there's a recipe or a formula or whatever. Right. And I'm here to tell you that that does, just doesn't exist. Yeah. So yeah, our guest last week, a uh, couple of weeks ago, uh, one of his specialties was moving generational family businesses along. Oh yeah, and, Peter. And yeah. He, he, in what capacity? As a CPA. CPA. Oh, so from the financial side. From the and, yeah, that's awesome. and you know he he obviously got pulled in a lot to the absolutely personal, just like I do right absolutely. So listen, before we get too far along, I wanted to ask you, Please. as one of our newest members, yay! What uh, what caused you to join? What made that decision yeah. for you? So what are you looking to get out of it? Uh, and, and why I, I do you feel it's important? About, for... I thought we talked about unmarked bills. Unmarked bills isn't part of this. That list. is oh. not funny. Yeah, I gotta go. Keep our reputation up there. No, but thank you for but, asking. I, and I was just saying, and also on top of that, as a person who's been at all levels of business, yep. the business value of a chamber. Yeah. So if you can answer both of those, that'd be great. Uh, I'm going to try. And if I don't just slap me and say I, you I didn't will. answer that question. Charlie. Okay. <laughs> uh, so to go back to what I had mentioned earlier, Tim, you know, I, the whole point of me doing this, uh, my own business was to spend more time locally. And uh, just like uh, to pivot towards the band, just like, you know, being in a, a musician in the area is also about being in the community. You're part of a community. There's a musician right. community. There's a regional community. Same thing as a business owner. So if I really wanted to um, be uh, and, and be active, right? So there's, you know, there's joining and then there's becoming part of, right? Uh, it's easy to join anything. Uh, it's sure. easy to write a check and put your Couple name on a list. And, and there you go. I, look, I'm here. And then what's the biggest complaint you get in these organizations? A year later, people go, well, I don't want to renew because nothing really came out of it. And then you go, well, what did you put into it? And I'm, you know, and I know I'm, and by the way, this is an unsolicited, you know, these guys are smiling at me, by the way, not because I'm adorable, which I am, but um, they're smiling at me because I get it. I mean, you, you can't get anything out of this chamber, any chamber, a rotary club or anything. And that's, by the way, part of what I do for my job. Right. You, it is, the ROI is directly proportional to the effort that you put in, right. in everything that you do. So when uh, Marie, hi Marie again, uh, <laughs> came to me about the band thing uh, and playing at this event, I mean, it was no hesitation. I just had to check with the schedules. Yeah, we were good. But I, I want, I wanted, and this was the opportunity. Like I'm, I'm this guy, if you haven't already figured out, I'm busy doing a million things, right? And it's like on my list, but I'm never getting around to it, right? There so this go. was like, yeah, the time is now to do this. So that's why. Um, and what was your question? Well, my question is, so you answered that, like, that's why you yep. chose. And what do I want to get out of it? And what do you want to get out of it? And then, but as, you know, you said you were a COO of a company, yep. like yep. your advice to companies and, and the values any of any size yeah. of a chamber. Like, and do you see that that, does that help businesses even in recognition mm -hmm. or anything like that? Yeah, well, again, I go back to my answer that, uh, you know, just writing a check and putting your logo on a banner at an event 
is I mean, it's pretty much not going to get you any business unless you're a coffee shop or even then. I mean, you have to be present. You have to be part of a community. I mean, I've been in chambers where I've, you know, get these guys that are pitching me all the time and, hey, I sell insurance or, hey, I, I'm a banker and come bring your business here. But they don't take any time to get to know me. Right. And and I think the whole point of being in a chamber and being whether it's regional community or whatnot is you're part of an ecosystem. And, and that ecosystem has inherent value if you become part of the ecosystem. If you just sit right. ancillarily and ride along the side of it, guess what? You're always going to be riding alongside of it. But I assure you, and I can, you're, you're going to see me at a lot of events, that if you jump in the deep end of the pool and you participate, and this is true about anything in life, what you participate in, you will be involved in. Period. We just had a marketing committee meeting yesterday, and you're going to hear we came up with a um, kind of almost like a, a, another tagline. Um, for a year and a half, we it's, were doing. It's not you play the songs you forgot you loved, is it? No, no, okay, no. We're not taking yours. Thank God. Um, we had for like a year and a half, Emac is back because okay. we've just been coming out of a, a big slump that we were in, and we've okay. doubled our membership nice. in a year and a half, and um, and we're still growing. So, what we're working on now is is trying to get out there that the strongest connections are made face to face. Always. And people you know, buy from people. Yes. So Amazon's great, but people still buy from people. People still buy from people. People still like to you might you might not you you definitely want we're human beings. We mm -hmm. want mm -hmm. people connections. Mm -hmm. That is the nature of mm -hmm. our species. Mm -hmm. We live you know, if you think wolves yep. live in packs. They're dogs and they live in packs. People want to yep. be together. Yep. And, um, you know, those those face-to-face -face connections, that human connection, you're going to, you know, you are going to come to the chamber and you are going to meet those people who say, I do this. But they're not going to say, I do this, come to me. I, I don't think I've ever heard anyone in any of our meetings or yeah. anything. Like, how many mortgage people do we have that you... I would say that the people who show up for right after joining show up and walk into their room with 100 business cards and, <laughs> and try to meet and collect as many business cards yeah. as possible. Great. And if they're not doing that, they will corner you and try to sell you really quickly. Wow. And now, <coughs> excuse me, kudos for everybody who's going out there and trying to do a job and trying to make a buck and, and feel that this is the way to go. And I can't say that I've not been prey to that in the past. But I do realize very quickly that You've got just as much of a chance of selling somebody that way, standing on a street corner, save your 200 bucks, yep. and you know just walk into businesses and do it leave, that leave way. Leave those business cards on a windshield at the mall. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to come and join and be part of the membership of our Chamber of Commerce, you want to do two things. Number one, promote your business, but just promote it by your good name. And number two, get back and be part of the community, just like you said. You yeah. really do want to be part of the community if you're going to be here. Well, one of the things that I, I talk a lot about in the work that I do, and I think it's just smart business in general, whether you're a two-person operation or a 2,000-person operation. If you're the owner or you're a stakeholder in that business, one of the things I always go back with people is I say, what is your personal brand? What, is your per what does it mean to you? your personal brand, because that's everything. At the end of the right. day, you could have, you could have a, a mortgage lender in your, in your arsenal that has the best rates ever. But if people think you're a jerk, they're never going to work with you. Right. So you're, per and by the way, just to give a shout out to the jerks out there, um, 
there are people that like working with jerks because they're jerks themselves, right? So, I mean, people gravitate to the people that they're like. So, you know, you're so I'm laughing, but it's you're true. so right. It's it true. is true. It's, it so is true. Th- there is a home for everyone. The personal brand. What is your personal brand? What does it mean to you? And, I, you know, there's almost a strategy that you can put in place before you join a chamber. And, and it is a marathon. It is not a sprint. But un- know what your personal brand is. Um, I not to go off on a tangent, I work with a, a currently a CBD pro- company in the Midwest um, that their, their product is absolute garbage. And I've told them that it was absolute garbage. And and I said, there's this is, you, you can make millions, by the way, selling garbage of this product. And people are making millions selling. That's a topic for another day. Um, and this CEO was pitching me the virtues of his product. And I kept saying to him, but it's garbage. It, you know, just understand that it's garbage. And and then if you can understand it, own understand it, it own then, it and sell it as such, and you will make a lot of money. Right. Uh, and CBD, but if you overpromise and underdeliver, then you're uh, just you know your product belongs in the convenience stores of gas stations across America and you will sell millions and billions of these units. Right. Uh, but don't tell me that it belongs in a health food store or with a holistic professional or because it doesn't. So right. own your brand. Own, exactly. own your brand. You know, and like I always say, it's so funny because I've since I started in this job, I've always been like it. It it is about I said before authenticity. Yeah, be who you are. Be honest about everything. If if, and I one of the things we say is that you know if you can't find it at Macy's, then if you're the salesperson at Macy's, Mm -hmm. send them to Gimbel's. Like everybody helps everybody, and if you're honest about it and you do it, there's a there's enough for everybody. There is enough. Buyers and sellers for absolutely everyone. And I'm going to go back to the music thing for a second. And I don't know if, if, if he's still listening, right? And I, I credit this to Scott. So, you know, look, I'm the brand guy and I'm the, I'm the, I'm that, that's what I do for a living, right? But Scott, as, as much as I want to strangle him sometimes, I love him. I, I love him. I love all the guys in the band. Um, you know, he is like, this is what our brand is. You don't show up in shorts and flip flops. You don't show up in a ripped up t shirt. Um, you don't, Idly chit chat, which is my f- biggest flaw when we play. By the way, um, <laughs> he's always leaning on me for that. Uh, you know, we're, whether we're playing at a club or playing at the Stone Pony, we are a brand, and you need to promote that brand as a professional. And, and he's right. He's right. Even though I'm uh, probably the biggest culprit of doing it incorrectly, but I'm the front man too because most people aren't paying attention to other people. But anyway, I go back to that just because he it's a it's a topic of his that he's very passionate about, and I love him for that. I mean. Uh, we want guys like that in the band, so and I want guys, I want clients like that. Yeah, it's it's it, it, it's a, you're yeah you're yeah. awesome. So as we uh, wind down, we got about eight minutes left. Oh boy, and uh, Talk you know, we we lost we lost a couple of minutes to get started with. That's um, this isn't a two hour show. No, no, oh no I, I don't know. I mean, you're awesome, so people might actually listen for two I, hours. I Normally, it. people are not going to listen to Tim I and I for two hours. Electronic snoring. Going <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, what do we want to uh, get out there? What What do we got going on next? We got so something coming up in September. Yeah, we got so a oh my gosh, something. so we got a lot of things coming up. All right, so let's so first. We, so let's do the beach bash. Let's the clarify bash. the time: five thirty. Five thirty to eight thirty at the Ocean Place Resort and Spa in Long Branch. 65 bucks a person. 65 bucks a person if for a member. Um, but you have to, but you must register and pay by 8:21 by 4 p.m. 8:21. That gives us what about two 12 days? Uh, I yeah, about you know. Weeks. Okay, two weeks. There you go. Two weeks. The professionals have spoken. Uh, don't call me. Don't a- don't ask me because I can't even see the screen right I now. I can virtually guarantee you that this is going to sell out. We're well on our way to do that. Don't wait till the last minute. Don't show up at the door and expect to get in. 
please. Please. Um, next year. Please. Yeah. We, we have had people we... ask us if you can pay at the door. The answer has been yes, because you can walk in and pay yeah, at the door. But, but if we're sold out, we're sold out. We will sell out on this one. We will and let you know if we're getting close to that. Those people who have asked us, we will email you and let you know. But just saying. Yeah. I mean, check with us after the 21st. Yeah. I have a um, yeah. What's your then, question, John? What What if I have, um, obviously, if we have some fans of ours that are in the area and want to come out on a Tuesday night and listen to, and join, and they're not members of the, the what is, how does that work? What does that look like? Um, John, if they're mem- if they are friends of yours. I mean, I only have one friend, so it's. Well, you know, if they are friends of yours, John, I think that if I could um, provide you with a specific code yeah. that okay. they could then register with. Great. So, so friends and fans, listen up. Yeah, so if you are friends and fans of Misfit Johnny, um, they would have to actually reach out to you directly, and That's I will fine. provide you with a code. Okay, cool. Um, and I'll put that in our promotion when we, yes. when we, when okay. we promote that. Okay, so I need to set that up when I get back to the office. There's no rush. We're not going to promote it. Till, we won't start it till next week. Okay, so um, I will do that. You will help me remember to do that? Yeah, I'll remind you. Okay. And um, we also actually have done the same thing for Asbury Park and Greater Long Branch Chambers of Commerce members who can actually come at our EMAC member price as well. Cool. Um, So it's 65 for members, 75 for non-members. And then after 4 p.m. on the 21st, it goes up to 75 and 85. Cool. Um, because we have to give counts for food. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, after that, mm-hmm. it's it's a tough, yep. tough call. And it, yep. they, our price goes up and all that kind of stuff. Nice. So, yep. But we have a bonfire. The bonfire on the beach is kind of very exciting. Yeah. It's and, a cool uh, spot. Have you been there before? Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's a cool so spot. Um, I know that we keep saying that we have it, but we haven't got a sponsor yet. So that's still up in the air. Yeah. How much is the sponsorship? A um, thousand. Oh, yeah. I can't do that. Um, you know, so just throwing it out there. I mean, we're going to try to pull it together no matter what, but we really would like to have a bonfire sponsor. It's one of the yeah. few things that are still and left. You, oh my God. You know what else we have? We got a couple of tables. Be- we have tables left with this beautiful swag bag. Okay. So, right? yeah. So if, if you really want to get your information out there, this is one of the ways to do it. Please be coming to the event. Just don't throw stuff out. Make sure you're there to talk to your talk about your stuff. But we are doing 200 beautiful swag bags. Um, Very different. Not your normal shop. Not your yeah, normal. This, isn't this is not your normal bag. like white. Can I give you some swag, by the way? Um, we'll discuss. Okay. You know, the next sentence will help you out on that. So for 100 bucks for a member, you can put stuff into our swag bag. And, and it's going to go to 200, 200 people. people. As they leave. And we're going to have some good stuff in there. It's not going to be one of these throwaway bags. We're going to get some stuff in there that you're going to want to have that uh going to make people want to look at your your literature as well. Try not to throw a business card in there. I don't, just don't think that's Well, for $100, time, but... would you really want to throw a business card in there? Right. I mean, no. come on. Invest. So, that's not swag. That's not swag. <laughs> Unless you have something on your teeth. Yeah, well. <laughs> so that's going to go out. We've got a couple of sponsors' tables. Uh, come sell your wares. Come show us what your business is about. You're going to have exclusive coverage for 200 people coming in and out of an event that are having a good time. It's a good time to to uh, throw that out there. Five of the eight tables are gone, so nice. we really need that to, you know, we, we've yeah. got three more. I personally would like to get rid of the tables and just bring more people in, but if you want them, come take them. Yeah. Um, so, so that's, so that's August. Right. That's August. September, we start our breakfast back. Yeah. Yeah. When is that? So September, I believe it's the it's September 11th. I okay. believe we have um, Christine. I never get her name right, and I apologize because I haven't seen the, it in writing. Um, but we're get, I'm getting information. To, so she is a um, 
she owns a couple of salons. She's been quite successful, so it's going to be her success story in her business. Cool. Um, I'm supposed to be getting literature on that today, so it should be going up and being promoted shortly. Okay. Um, um, and that starts and we'll be back at the racetrack, Monmouth Park Racetrack, 745 okay. that morning for our networking and so once a month, on every month, we do yeah. have a, a breakfast at the racetrack. Cool. So it's, I believe that's the date. I don't have the calendar in front of me, but because um, I didn't pull that up, and you don't want me trying to figure that no. out now. Um, and then we have September 25th. We ha- Oh, September 17th, we have our Nine and Dine, which is our Wacky Golf. Three Club Scramble, Wacky Putters provided. And we have a new putter this year, and that's all I'm going to say. And I am so excited because, for once, it is my idea for the putter. The <laughs> whole committee looked at me, cracked up laughing, and did not believe it. And it's happening. And so it is For those of you who awesome. haven't figured out what the putters are, so last last couple of weeks ago, we had one of our putters shown. Yes, which we did. Is, uh, I think the original one that started this whole craziness, which was two uh, CPA books taped together. Uh, with a hole drilled in the center with a handle put on it. Yes. Very interesting. It's all kinds of different ones, and, and every hole will have a different one. And we introduce a new one every year and retire one. Yes. Um, so the new one this year is my brainchild, and I am so excited because it will just – it's awesome. So, awesome. Awesome. So we're about to run out Okay. Of so we have golf not at – 917 on September 17th right. and we have our business after hours which is being hosted by Holiday Express on September 25th which so we what's will be doing um, so who's Holiday Express and Holiday why do we Express want to be there? oh my god because Holiday Express is one of the best um, I should, in my opinion they do awesome things they're um, a band that plays all around the country and they package um, items for people in need um, and they go around during the holidays, am I getting this right? Because I'm not something like that. Something like that, um, and they deliver to people all over the country, spreading good cheer and items that are needed um, to those so that need them. What's and needed next month? Next month, so we ask that you pay. Um, you can pay. I think. F- see it on the website. See it on the website. Bring bring bars of soap to get a discount. So you get a discount with bringing with bars of soap. So don't bring your bottle. Are you sure you guys aren't married? <laughs> yeah, we <laughs> do this. Bring, we work together a lot. Bring us a, you bring us a, a, a bar of dial soap. You're paying the full, full price. price. Yeah. Bring, bring us a nice contribution. Yeah. Uh, bars of soap is what Holiday Express needs to pack their boxes. It's on the 25th of September at Holiday Express's new warehouse in Eatontown on Industrial Way. Um, and that's it for September. And you'll be getting e-blasts or sign up for our e-blasts or contact the office to find out everything else that's happening because we're getting ready to send an awesome new newsletter. We have a grand opening in September from one of, for one of our new businesses. Um, and all of our podcasts are going to be announced. We're trying to book those further out in advance of who our guests are. Um, and now, so we've had a couple of committee meetings in the last couple of weeks. Oh my God. We're building our committees like crazy. Tim is going to be chairing our new membership committee. Suckered me into that one. No, you volunteered. <laughs> but on the after hours, we are. Oh, wait, it's 10 o'clock. That was our yeah. big get off. Wow. Yeah, it's 10 on one. So we, we really have started from December back. We have, you know, we're in planning process on every point. We'll be releasing um, October, which is well underway. November, we've got a, a phenomenal plan for Phenomenal plan for, for, November. for November. Plan on taking a half a day and joining us. It's going to warm your heart. Yep. And then December, it's going to be fun. We're not doing a huge bash, but we're just going to have fun. Yeah. You're talking a, after hours. You're talking yeah. after hours, some volunteers, some right. just really so good, good things, things community, we haven't seen here network. For a long time. Yeah. 
So just a teaser. Thank you so much for joining us today. John, thank you. John, thanks for having me. out this morning. You thank guys you. can meet John in person and rock and dance and enjoy yeah. yourselves. And Come we'll up see and you say hello. Say, I heard you talking yeah. on that radio thing. On that radio, th- on that podcast thing. podcast. So thank you all very much. <laughs> thanks and again for having me. Enjoy your week. We will be back in two weeks with Courtyard by Marriott. Um, we will see you then. Thanks right. so much. Bye-bye.